If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Hi, Jill. How are you doing today? Hi, Colleen. I'm doing well. Good. Good. Good to hear it. You know, I, I'm thinking about um, thinking about religion class today. And when I taught middle school, I taught some seventh grade religion. I taught some eighth grade religion. And I'm trying to think of something that we did regularly in religion class that was just kind of an unstructured sharing thing. Like I know that, you know, of course my students would take turns leading prayer, certainly, um, you know, things of that nature, but I didn't have anything. I, you know, I hear all these great ideas from teachers that teach middle school religion that have all these really cool ideas. And I feel like I, I missed out on something because <laughs> it's an opportunity, you know, and that's what today's idea is. It's a, it's a good religion idea. Did you ever teach religion, Jill? I didn't because I was teaching English and math and I, I did not teach at the elementary level. So okay. Okay. Uh, I, I wove plenty of things into English class. It was a really yeah. easy way to, to, and you know, I ran uh, a women's uh, prayer group and things. So I did, I did things, but it was, I was never the one responsible for the religion content. Yeah. So, yeah. So for those of us that have taught in the, um, you know, the K through eight environment, usually you teach religion to your homeroom. And in many cases you teach religion to your homeroom. And so that's, that was my experience. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I know I've told you about some things like, you know, events that I ran and things, but never these cool structured ideas that, that teachers share with us. So that's what I'm going to share today. Let's hear it. Yeah. Yeah. This, this idea comes from Leah Ramsdell and she's a middle school religion teacher, um, at St. Catherine of Siena, in Norwood, Massachusetts. And she shared with us that she taught eighth grade specifically. So she taught when she taught exclusively eighth grade, her favorite thing to do with them was at the end of class on Fridays, the Rose and Thorn activity, which built community and kindness oh, and compassion. Nice one. Yes, among the students. But it was also really a modified version of the Ignatian examine. 
Some weeks it was silly and they'd all share the same thing. They all had the same struggle that week. So my thorn was the test in whatever class or my rose was the ski club, you know, event, whatever. Um, Some weeks, the things that they shared were very personal. And then watching their classmates support each other was really an incredible, uh, authentic, organic thing that would occur during those activities. So She said that they didn't always get to it, but the kids always asked to do it. So she knew that it was important and she just started to do it with more regularity. So I'm curious. So you said, I know this is a perfect thing to do in religion class. Of course, I I did not do Uh that with my religion classes, but um, you could do it with a homeroom. You could incorporate that into English. class. You could incorporate it anywhere. Did you ever use this activity? Oh my gosh. I use this at home all the time. So like this can be super quick because you're asking once, you know, once kids know that they are sharing a rose and a thorn, it could be from the day. It could be from that hour. It could be from the week. It could be from the weekend. Like you're in, uh, in my household, my actual home, we call it high and low. What's your high and low. And so even the adults at the table, it's like a dinner table thing. So like, what's your high and your low today? Um, and then, you know, yeah, sometimes if they don't want to share something personal, it's just something kind of silly. But uh, it opens the opportunity. You can't pass. Like everyone's got to say they're high and low or their rose and their thorn. And so um, when you do something quick like that and you get around the circle, you learn quite a bit. And uh, what's interesting is... Um, Uh, you could also do this written down. So you could also do this as an exit ticket. So if you have a class or if your homeroom Mm -hmm. is just feeling a little off, like you can't figure them out, you can have them like their exit ticket jot down their high and low or their rose and their thorn. Just give them 30 seconds. Like they don't have to think too much about it. And, you know, then, you know, if their thorn is their parents or their, or their some, or their, their rose really isn't that rosy, you know, like, there could be, maybe you can narrow in on who needs a little bit more love from you or who needs a little bit of guidance. And so um, you can learn quite a bit, even if it's one word or they don't tell you much. Sometimes you can really figure out what's really bugging them. Because um, sometimes sometimes we assume it's what's going on with classmates and it has nothing to do with school. And sometimes... Um, you know, some, it's crazy though, how this is a very open-ended thing, but most kids take the bait. Like they, they'll lean into something really heavy, really fast. Yeah. So they want to be asked. Um, and a lot of times you could just celebrate a lot of roses and the thorns aren't that bad. And that, you know, kind of balances things, but it's interesting even around the dinner table. Um, what I thought was the high of the day, maybe we had this amazing day. We went to the beach, we went swimming, we had ice cream, all these things. And then the high is something that I totally take for granted as a mom. Yeah. And so I think that happens in the classroom too. Like you think the high is going to be this amazing math lesson or that they got to present their big project, but it's really, I don't know, something really simple that made them uh, feel all the joy in the world. So really, really interesting. And it's funny you're, you're uh, mentioning this one today, Colleen, because mm-hmm. today, it's so another modified mom version. My son was super grumpy. He did not want to go to the grocery store. It was like really silly that he was so <laughs> upset with us. He's the Aww. youngest. So we get in the car, three of the kids are with me and, uh, and he just does not want to go into Costco. So like he will not, I mean, he's just like so mad. Wow. And so on the fly, teacher brain, I said, Hey, let's, uh, Hey, you guys, uh, older brother, older brother, older sister. I'm like, Hey, uh, what's five things Bradley loves. So the three of us moms, so Mia's mom and then, uh, 
older brother, older sister all listed out five things Bradley loves, which Mm -hmm. is super fun. So it's kind of like we decided his highs, you know? And then, so then we chose the other people in the car and we did, okay, so what's her five, what's her top five? What's his top five? And then we did, what are five things I don't like? And we realized, oh my gosh, it's hard to come up with things Bradley doesn't like. Oh Oh my gosh, Bradley likes everything. Mm -hmm. You know, so we had this like aha moment in the car, which felt like high and low because so he would not have answered his high and low. His low would have been like going to the grocery store. Like he would have been really (laughs) mad. But it was just silly. So we kind of did a twist and said like, what's your what's your top five things you like to do or like? Are you the five things you don't like? So it's kind of like a a high and low because the world is a roller coaster. Our emotions are a roller coaster. It's supposed to feel like life is life is a high and low and roses and thorns. It's not all roses. Like thorns can be normalized. And I think that's what we have to remember. Like, and, and so, yes, it's about religion. Yes. It's about like community, but it's also like normalizing that the thorns come with the rose. Like Mm -hmm. you can't have a rose without, (laughs) without the thorn, without singing, but you can't like, you have to have them both. So, um, you know, uh, the roller coaster has to have the the up climb in order to go down the hill. So like you have to do both sides. Um, when you go sledding, if you live in the North, like you have to climb up that hill in order to slide down the slide, you know, to slide down the sledding hill. So, uh, it's okay. We just got to normalize those things. And it's super fun to have the conversation. I'm going to say a bunch of really stupid things. And then I'm going to circle back to this and apply it to how we can Good. use it with adults. Okay. So you're, because, as you're sitting here talking, I'm taking notes, of course. And so all the things that are coming to my mind stream of consciousness. So every rose has its thorn is the song that I played <laughs> on guitar for junior year <laughs> talent show. Yep. Yep. Oh. So when you just said that, sing the song, I was like, oh yeah, the song, I played it. Um, okay. <laughs> and then what you described, your rose example that you described was the day that your family spent at the beach with me and my family up in yeah. Michigan. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, but my kids are like, I, the thing they would choose wasn't this amazing moment on the beach, on this white sandy beaches. They would be, I don't know, like something I didn't even know made them happy, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So the, um, the other thing that came to my mind as you're describing, like, actually, the the five things that somebody likes, the five things somebody doesn't like, or the five things that everybody in the room can say positively about somebody, which is also another activity that you can do with mm-hmm. kids. You're describing. So what just came to my mind was Elle Woods's snap cup in Legally Blonde. So I, I don't know if you're a Legally oh. Blonde fan. That's what came to my mind was the snap cup. I don't remember cup. it. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, super random. And then what what I started to think about too was, you know, in the last couple of weeks, I, I got to meet with some teachers that I've been working with for a couple of years who I haven't seen in a little while. And I wish that the first thing that I did would have been to go through, you know, all of there, because I didn't see that, like I saw them toward the end of the school year last year, but not after the end of the school year. And then I got to see mm-hmm. them right, you know, just before the school year began, And I wish I would have asked them, what was the rose and thorn at the end of the school year? This would have been a perfect Mm -hmm. activity to do with adults as well. So I, I love how mm-hmm. you, you know, we're, we're translating this to it because it is, a, you said it was a community builder. So of course it can be used in and religion easy, classes, a reflective like, community building moment, but it can be used any mm-hmm. way, anyhow with any group, right? Yeah, you can. I mean, you can walk into the teacher's lounge tomorrow and just say, hey, we're going to I'm wondering what your high and low is today. Like, let's go around high and low. How are you guys doing? 
Because you yeah, might not, yeah. you might just give a silly low if you don't want to get deep with your colleagues yet. You know, it's yeah. still still f- the fall. Um, but mm-hmm. it opens it opens the community if there's someone new in your teacher's lounge and you want to get to know them. So Ooh, and the, the can't hurt to, to try this one. But okay, the other thing oh, that just yes. came to my mind because you said teacher's lounge <laughs> yes. was um, gratitudes and um, prayer intentions. So put your roses over sure. here and we're going to pray for gratitude for those. Put Write your thorns on a post-it note, put it over here and that's what we're going to pray for this week. But that, my friend, <laughs> is love the that. last thought because that's the bell. Um, thanks for the energy boost because we love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. Teachers, keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers. We will see you next time. 